morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Friday, October 21st. On this date in 1879, Thomas Edison perfected a workable electric light at his laboratory in New Jersey. On this date in 1917, legendary jazz trumpeter Dizzy Gillespie was born in Shiraz, South Carolina. He passed away at the age of 75 back in 1993. And on this date in 1997, a song set a record as the best-selling single since music charts began. Can you guess which song it was? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's check out your weekend forecast over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. Good Friday morning. I'm meteorologist Stephanie Sign here from Live 5 News, checking in with that forecast across the low country as we head into the weekend. Finally, the end of our work week. Temperatures this afternoon getting into the upper 60s, right around 70 actually, in some spots. Staying dry, sunny, a beautiful end to the week. Overnight low temperatures back into the 40s. Yes, still chilly overnight, but we have some improving conditions over the weekend. More sunshine and warmer temperatures back into the mid 70s Saturday and Sunday staying dry as well. Next week, you can see a rain chance Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, a high temperature Wednesday up to 80. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Lowcountry's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. Let's get your Friday headlines. Well, a judge has denied a motion from former attorney Alec Murdoch's defense team that would have given them the unprecedented power to issue subpoenas. Murdoch's defense team claims the state is either withholding or is simply not moving fast enough in its effort to provide the evidence it plans to use in the murder trial of Paul and Maggie Murdoch. Now, lawyers for the state say they have handed over all of the evidence they have and even consented to many of the requests from the defense that fall outside of their legal requirements. However, there are several reports that are not finished or have not yet been collected that the state has not handed over. Yesterday, Judge Clifton Newman mostly sided with the South Carolina Attorney General's office denying motions filed by the defense team. Murdoch is charged with the deaths of his wife and youngest son, Paul. Now that trial is expected to start in January. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham is being ordered to testify before a Georgia grand jury over claims that former President Trump and others tried to influence the 2020 election. A three-judge panel of the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals made that ruling yesterday. Graham has fought efforts by the Fulton County District Attorney's Office to get him to testify. He could still appeal the ruling to the full appellate court. Well, the Goose Creek Police Department says a suspect has been taken into custody following a deadly September shooting. Investigators identified Aquan Greer as a suspect in that shooting that killed one and injured another in the Goose Creek uh, Taco Bell right near Red Bank Road on September 22nd. Greer was taken into custody in Florence yesterday by the U.S. Marshals before being transferred to the custody of the Goose Creek Police Department. He's now booked in the Berkeley County Detention Center. 
North Charleston police say a man has died after a shooting. Officers were called to Bailey Drive Wednesday night. That's where they found a man who had been shot and was unresponsive in the doorway of a woman's home. The man has not yet been identified. Investigators say they're reviewing several previous domestic violence complaints between the man and a woman. So far, no charges have been filed in the case. A person has died following a crash between a moped and an SUV in Buford. South Carolina Highway Patrol troopers say the two vehicles collided while going south on Trask Parkway around 6 o'clock yesterday morning. Now, according to troopers, the moped rider died at the hospital. The SUV driver was not injured. Troopers say that crash is under investigation. Somerville police are asking the community to be careful after finding laced marijuana in two investigations. The marijuana recovered by police tested presumptive for amphetamines and fentanyl. Officers say the laced marijuana could have played a factor in two drug overdoses that they have investigated. Bennett Hospitality has broken ground on Patriots Annex. It's a $300 million project at Patriots Point. The development is set to include three hotels, restaurants, an amphitheater, and more. Developers say initial construction will start exactly a year from now in fall of 2023. Project Patriots Annex will take 15 years to complete over the course of five phases. As students are back in the classroom after the pandemic interrupted in-person learning and sent kids home in 2020, the effects are being seen, especially in one district in particular. Yeah, Anna Harris, she spoke with district officials at Colleton County Schools to see how they're reacting to falling graduation rates. Colleton County Schools has the worst graduation rate in the low country. In the 2022 South Carolina School Report car released earlier this week, it shows that percentages have continued to fall since before the pandemic. And on top of that, they are seeing a large number of students not returning to school. Superintendent Dr. Valerie Cave says Colleton County Schools reported 97 students that did not return to school for the 2021-2022 school year. When the school board asked where those students are, the reasonings were they moved out of state, started working, or started their own families. In a board meeting this week, the district presented results from the 2022 South Carolina School Report Card. When comparing last year's graduation rating to pre-pandemic years, the rate is at an all-time low at 72.8%. Both Colleton and Williamsburg were the only counties that did not meet the state average of 83.3%. When looking at dropout rates, Colleton County students in grades 7 through 12 have a 7.4% chance of dropping out. This is a five-point increase higher than 2019. It's unfortunate that we lost 97 children. Um, it's very unfortunate. And, and, and I'm passionate about, about this because we try to parent and we try to encourage parents to be a part of their children's academic progress and academic success. But sometimes we fail. District officials say high school students that can't attend a regular school day because of a job or other responsibilities can opt for their cap and gown program that provides educational hours from 4 to 8 p.m. For more information on this program and the report card rankings, visit this web story on live5news.com. In the newsroom, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. Stop, drop, and roll. That's what just about all of us know what to do when there is a fire. But emergency management officials say all South Carolinians also need to know what to do in an earthquake. The Great Shakeout was a worldwide earthquake safety drill that more than 350,000 South Carolinians signed up to take part in yesterday. 
The last time one was held in South Carolina was over a decade ago, until this year when more than 80 earthquakes have been recorded so far in the state. Emergency management officials say people should also prepare their homes and businesses for what could happen after a major earthquake, pointing to the 1886 Charleston earthquake that damaged thousands of buildings and killed 60 people. Officials also emphasize that if you are inside during an earthquake, stay inside, drop cover, and hold on. The University of South Carolina is establishing a James and Emily Clyburn endowed chair through a $1.5 million gift from Boeing. This will allow the University Center for Civil Rights History and Research to expand its initiative across the state. Endowed chairs are the university's most prestigious faculty recognition. The Clyburn Endowed Chair of Public Service and Civic Engagement was awarded to Associate Professor Bobby Donaldson. Boeing says the funding will help promote public service and civic engagement in our state. Today, we're grateful for their passion for advancing racial equity and inclusion, empowering diverse perspectives, and building stronger South Carolina communities by establishing the Clyburn Chair. This gift affirms our collaborative commitment to promoting the value of civil engagement and public service and to preserving and learning from the history that helps define us. Yesterday's ceremony included USC President Michael Emeritus, uh, Congressman Clyburn, and university officials. The Charleston International Airport will soon be expanding to help accommodate millions more passengers over the next 20 years. Officials revealed plans yesterday to develop two additional concourses with 11 more gates, a new parking garage, as well as surface lot and road improvements. The expansion will be done in two phases, with the first bringing a new east concourse. They're hoping to complete it in the next five years. Officials say they need to more than double the airport's capacity in order to keep up with growth and demand. The master plan that we have just uh, developed calls for uh, significant growth of the airport. That uh, necessitates that we increase our gate capacity, which means a new concourse to the east, as well as expansion of the ticketing lobby. Officials say they're working on designing the new airport features and do not have the costs worked out quite yet. Well, this morning, runners begin their more than 130-mile journey to honor fallen South Carolina military heroes. They'll be running from Charleston to Columbia, ending at the state capitol on Sunday. Our Molly McBride joins us from Liberty Square now, where that run is about to kick off in about an hour. So, Molly, can you tell us more about what's in store for these runners? Yeah, those participating in the event are running for the over 400 military heroes from South Carolina who gave their lives during the war on terror. Along the 130-mile run, each mile marker is dedicated to an individual South Carolina hero who passed away in the line of service. The group of runners will stop at each mile marker or hero marker to call out the names on the marker out loud, hand salute, recognize their families, and then move on to the next marker. George Lutz, the founder of Honor and Remember, built the organization around the premise that as Americans, we need a way to remember the sacrifices by our military for our freedoms. He says he sees this run as an opportunity to let families know that their loved ones have not been forgotten. Someone else's loved one is dying for your freedom so that yours doesn't have to. And so the most powerful thing you can do, the most important thing you can do is be appreciative. 
The event starts at 6.15 this morning with Charleston Mayor John Tecklenburg as the guest speaker. The run will also be live streamed on the Run for the Fallen Facebook page for those who can't be here physically but want to participate. For that link and more information about the event in general, visit live5news.com and click on this story. Reporting live in downtown Charleston, I'm Molly McBride, Live 5 News. At the top of the show, I said that on this date, 25 years ago, a song became the best-selling single since music charts began. That song was Elton John's reworked Candle in the Wind as a tribute to Princess Diana, and he performed it at her funeral. To this date, it remains the second-best-selling single of all time, only behind Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Celebrating birthdays today, TV's Judge Judy, she turns 80. Actor Jeremy Miller of Growing Pains is 46. And reality TV star Kim Kardashian is 42. Thanks for starting your morning with Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you Monday. Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.